so yeah, I'm here in Roslav with Shimon, uh, who's the CMO of uh, Live Chat. Uh, thanks for having me here. It's really cool office you guys have. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not on video, but um, if if you can imagine it, uh, it's it's like a big old house, right? Yes, it is. It's it's a big old house. It's almost 100 years old, and we uh, arranged it to to have an office uh, mm. here. It's been it's been great to, to 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 be here for the past year, but it's it's no longer big enough for us. So so we are already thinking about changing it yeah. to something bigger. Yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, it really still has a startup feel, and it's um, even though you guys are pretty big now for for the for the startup uh, mantra, but I guess that's something that you're really trying to. Um, well, I, w- to I wouldn't say we are a startup anymore, but but it's. This this kind of atmosphere it it works better for us uh, in comparison to traditional office spaces. Mm, cool. So um, it would be great to start. I, I guess back at the beginning. Um, so live chat has a long history as a as a business, and I know that it hasn't always been um, a SaaS subscription product. And I and I know that over that timeline, I guess um, there have been several like pivots, and the, and the product and the business itself has changed quite a bit. But um, as far as I'm aware, it was founded in 2002. Could could you just give a quick like timeline of, of what happened uh, since then and, and the transformation of live chat into an actual SaaS product? Uh, sure. Uh, well, that, what you said was was exactly right. Uh, we started a company back in 2002, and we've been offering the software live chat uh, in the sort of old school model, self model. Uh, on-premises model when the sales process was six to 18 months uh, it required us to to go to sales meetings with with our customers we focused mostly on uh, on banks or other financial institutions in Poland and working in that in that model was was actually a pain for us it was it was very hard and what hit us even harder was a financial crisis crisis back mm. in, in 2008 and nine. Mm. And that was something that uh, could have uh, destroyed this company. Uh, however, we managed to to, to pivot and uh, and start start offering our product in SaaS model mm. back in two thousand and nine. That was that was actually uh, something something that we think was was one of the biggest reasons for for the for the growth that we, that we are actually uh, currently experiencing mm. did the core was the core product um kind of consistent through that like was what you were selling pre sas um still effectively like the same value for businesses uh, the product itself did pretty much the same thing for them firstly it, it, it obviously it changed over time but firstly it was it was it's it's always been a chat mm. that companies use to contact their customers over time we We've added features that that generate uh, that increase conversion for for the customers or generate more uh, more sales for them, or in support support implementations uh, that our product is is increasing in, increasing customer happiness. Mm-hmm. So these are the three three main uh, advantages, three main benefits that that we can that we offer to our customers with live chat. It it has not always been this 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 way. It hasn't been always working this way. But the idea and, and the concept of the product was was always always like that. Okay, uh, what, was there a, so in two thousand nine you 
you switched uh, or transitioned to a subscription model. That's still, I guess, very for a European business, uh, very early in terms of the kind of growth and boom of, of SaaS uh, products. So yes. What was uh, the experience of trying to do that at that point in time? It was well being being in Europe was was and trying to do the SaaS uh, company here, SaaS business here was hard and challenging. I would say. Uh, because of many reasons, for instance, with uh, with the billing, recurring billing option, there were not many, if if uh, if any, at the time, companies in Europe that uh, that provided the recurring billing option. Mm. So it was very hard for for a European company to to start accepting credit cards uh, in the same way, in a similar manner that American companies do. Mm. Mm, there are many reasons for that. One is the lack of. Uh, of a solution for that, there was no Stripe, there was no uh, uh, Recurly at the time, mm. so we we could not do uh, we could not find any any kind of solution like that in in Europe. The other reason is that uh, accepting credit cards in Europe has a different different history in comparison to uh, the US because the credit cards have uh, have been there like forever. And in Europe, there's a there, there's cash still 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 is, uh, is yeah you can <laughs> yeah. say cash is king in, in Europe yeah uh, although it's it's been changing over over the past several years yeah so given all of those kind of barriers what was the thing that really drove your decision to still like persevere and move to a SaaS model well uh, the predict Predictability, uh, predictability of of the model of mm. of the of the business, accepting accepting uh, smaller payments, but from larger larger amount of customers. Uh, these are these are the advantages that that SaaS obviously has over over the uh, old school sales model, mm. enterprise sales model. Um, our product was. From our from our from our perspective, it was mm, it was better for for the smaller companies at that time, okay. and uh, it was it was easier to sell globally to 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 many many customers, many smaller customers than to 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 sell uh, live chat to to the enterprise uh, size customers at that time. Okay, so I guess then. Um Fast forwarding a bit, you do now sell to to big enterprises. You have names like Adobe, AirAsia, and, and other huge businesses using your product, um, and over thirteen and a half thousand customers. That's uh, that's that's been growing so fast that your data is, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's no longer accurate. Okay. Uh, the last report because we, we've been a public company since uh, two thousand and fourteen, since mm. April. So it's it's been it's been two years now. Mm. Um, Every month, uh, as a public company, every month we are publishing uh, our growth numbers. Sure. So, so our our, our number of customers is is, is public. Uh, In other words, I should have done my research better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just just, just a little bit. Yeah, well, our 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 website states that we already have uh, fourteen thousand customers. Okay. And this is going to change soon, although uh, we have. In the last report, dated dated April first, and it wasn't April Fool's uh, joke. <laughs> it's fourteen and a half. Uh, fourteen and a half. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Well, so that's some very serious scale that that, that you guys have reached. It's. Um, I mean, the big, the business is growing, is growing, and it's do it's it's doing pretty well. It's it's growing, but it's. Um, it's always been a challenge for us to to manage this growth because. We don't have any sales team, 
and zero nothing. no no salespeople here wow okay that's one thing and the other is that we don't spend money on advertising okay so it, we we like to call it uh, zero budget marketing yeah because we are trying to market our product without any significant uh, marketing spending that's crazy but on the surface, it seems crazy. And if you haven't written a book yet called Zero Budget Marketing, that would you be should. a really good title. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking about it. We'll, we'll think about it. So, Thank um, you. I guess my first, my first question to that is, is why? And then secondly, how do you go about growing a business to 14,500 customers without spending any considerable budget on, on marketing? So to, to, to better understand why we work in this, in this, in this way, uh, we would have to move back to to that financial financial crisis time. Uh, at that time, we had no money, like the company had literally no money to to even you know pay for for servers or, or pay pay to people, mm-hmm. and still we managed to go through that through that period with uh, with being smart and thinking, using our brains instead of instead of using money to to to, to promote the product. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we have at this moment, I would say maybe ten or twelve different different uh, ways of gathering customers. Uh, that would include uh, search engine optimization, affiliate affiliate program, uh, reseller program, word of mouth, uh, using branding for incoming traffic, mm-hmm. uh, creating content, mm, positioning ourselves in the uh, online marketplaces for software. Mm-hmm. And a couple more. So it's it's always been about uh, the inbound marketing yeah. for us. And since this is our background, and whenever we try, whenever we are approached by, uh, say, companies that that help us would help us advertise our product, whenever we compare the customer acquisition costs from from whatever they offer, like advertisement, to a customer acquisition cost that is zero close close to zero they're always in the last position so mm-hmm. we've decided that we still want to pursue this this path mm-hmm. not only sort of bootstrapping but also also being being smart about uh, spending money or even not spending them mm-hmm. but to coming coming up with something creative that that we can use to to promote our product mm. so the whole the whole operation really relies on uh, a core marketing team that that drives the the acquisition through through uh, yes, a, but it's not it's not that marketing is here uh, only focusing on on bringing customers. Obviously, that's that's our KPI, but it's not that our teams are focused only on one thing. That's that's something that that was also very unique about uh, that time. When we we were a smaller company, that we had a lot of people focused on working in in, in several areas of, of, of the company. Over the past ten years here at LiveChat, the only thing uh, I haven't been doing was was creating the product by by you know writing the code. Yeah. But I've done support. I've done marketing. I've done some uh, you know accounting, uh, and we have plenty of people who who are with the company for six, seven, eight years. Mm. And it's been very, very similar with them. They've been doing a lot of different things here. Okay. Do Do you think for young businesses starting up today that, that that's still a viable strategy to to scale through um, through next to no uh, 
uh, cost of it's sales and marketing? It's hard to say because we haven't really scaled to the size of, say, Salesforce, Zendesk, or any other public company uh, in the U.S. I mean, public, public on the. Uh, by public, I understand that they're on uh, or uh, New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ. Mm. But this has been working for us. So we're doing something something in a different way. Mm. We're not saying it's better or worse. Mm-hmm. It has some advantages. It has some dis- disadvantages because we cannot really control the growth. Yeah, We cannot say that, okay, we should put more money into this, this, this particular source of traffic because it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring us more customers. We try to increase them all like to 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 and to scale the funnel the, the entire sales funnel mm-hmm. and so so it it's about bringing more people to the website and then we know that it's going to be more trial accounts from that and then it's going to be more customers from that mm-hmm. so we can also try to segment them but it's not like we have 100 uh, percent control on the on the growth here okay do, do you guys still have a lot of um, kind of measurability about how you're acquiring, acquiring customers? Or I, I guess it's not quite as straightforward as in, in like a traditional sales model, but is, is that something that you measure very precisely and you, you have a lot of KPIs there? That- we do have KPIs. We, uh, we simply created um, our own tools. Okay. Because of our unique approach, we, we, we had to create our own tools. And we are trying, like, like I said, the the, fu- the funnel that that consists of, of three three or four stages: the website traffic, number of, of trials, uh, trial accounts, uh, then number of qualified leads, which for us are people who uh, implemented chat on their website, mm-hmm. because that's a technical part of, of this this entire process, and it's the hardest part uh, that the customer has go through, yeah. has to go through, and then uh, obviously the the number of paying customers. That's the bottom of the funnel. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 our sales funnel. That's how we look at it. And then uh, we can dig deeper in uh, into each phase of that process mm. to 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 better understand how our customers are doing on uh, in different different parts of the process. Okay. Uh, so I noticed also you guys you don't have a free plan, so you you're not doing like the the freemium thing that many no, SaaS businesses are doing. Um, today and I, I'm assuming that's a conscious decision and you guys have thought about that um, what's the reasoning behind that um, when you look at uh, at the market of, of, uh, of chat solutions live chat software uh, you're gonna you're gonna learn that we are one of the most expensive products out there mm-hmm. we uh, we decided not to not to go uh, the freemium path not to follow this path because at this moment, we 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 perceive that not as a source of, of leads for us, but as a as a cost. Because uh, with with our seventeen or eighteen people support team, we're doing that entirely in house. Uh, we could have probably I don't know one hundred thousand uh, free accounts mm-hmm. uh, with with the number with 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 fourteen thousand of uh, of paying customers. That I believe that would be that would be about the number that uh, of, of free accounts that we would have, uh, especially after looking on, on other solutions on the market. Mm. So we would have to support these customers. You, it's it creates a sort of uh, issues for you and your support team when you're looking at uh, at a at user of the of the free product that will never convert because yeah. they will they will never have money to uh, to to move to the higher plan. Mm. 
but they will still come to your website. They will still ask you to support them, and you have to you have to tell them something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to send them to 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 the page to the self service page because the the experience is not going to be good for them. Mm-hmm. So we've decided that there's there's a there are more disadvantages of that situation than the advantages of of bringing some some of the freemium cust- uh, people users of of the of the freemium version on board as a, as a customers. Mm. Yeah, it makes sense, and it, and it's to me it seems to back up this whole um, kind of pragmatic approach to growth, right? Yeah, everything is sustainable. Yes, it is. Um, and and you only make sure that you you bring on customers that that you can support, and that everything is kind of viable from a from a business sense. It is. I think that makes sense. Um, so the the chat space, if if you can call it that, has changed hugely since since you guys have have started up and yes, since live chat has existed. Um, it seems to kind of promise even more changes over the next years, and it's still it's such a hot topic today. Um, when you think about around also around consumer products, but but B two B chat services and and this new kind of upsurge of of similar products, how how do you guys think about that, and and how do you stay relevant in a space that's changing so much? Now? We think of it as an opportunity for us. To do something more, something innovative, something creative. Uh, the recent introduction of uh, chatbots API from Facebook, mm. we treat this as a, as a huge opportunity. We've been, we've been working on the integration with Facebook for some time now. Okay, so it should be out within a month or so. Cool. And this is this is uh, we love we love that the environment is changing. We don't like the the, the stability of 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 the environment. Mm. Does that change your core vision at all or is it just another way for you to give a great experience uh, or for businesses to give a great experience to their customers that's a great question uh, it's and a, and a hard one also because uh, it's no longer about offering the chat on the website because people are on the move and they they will they don't have to go to your website to ask you questions they will they will go to i don't know maybe messenger they they keep asking you questions on facebook already mm-hmm. uh, they they ask you questions on twitter they ask you questions through email form so it's all about uh putting all those questions in one place mm-hmm. and having all of them answered Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not about where the communication happens. It's. It's all. It's always. A, uh, it's always about the fact that the, you need to. You need to respond to that customer. So. So. I think that's. That's our approach to. Mm. To focus on on the customer, not on on the medium mm. that he's been using. Yeah, I, th- I think one thing that's interesting um, for me at least is consumers or, or users. End users seem to have the expectation nowadays that they can. And, and Facebook and the Messenger platform and other products are kind of um, encouraging this, that the expectation of being able to communicate with a business through any channel, anywhere, anytime. And, and it's almost in, like increasing the user's expectation of what they, the service that, that they receive from the business. Um, do you see that becoming a, a problem in some ways or... I mean, do businesses just need to adapt to this way of, of giving customer service? There's a... In our approach, we, we believe that every company that has a website and has their customers online uh, should have an option for the customers to, uh, 
to contact the the, the business. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, it, histori- historically it's it's been it's been email that they've been using or contact forms. Yeah. Now, can you imagine you know sending sending someone a message and, and waiting I don't know, two three days for an answer? I I mean the best the best companies the best best. Uh, Companies in, in in customer service space, they they offer support that with with response times below one minute. Yeah. So that's that's the uh, that's the way that that companies, some at least some companies, have gone through over over the past years from yeah. from days uh, to 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 seconds yeah. when it comes to speed of speed of response. Yeah. And and the, the number of channels available to communicate through. Yeah, like I, yeah, and they have to be there. I mean, yeah, it's it's not that uh, they will decide. The companies will decide where where they want to where mm-hmm. they want to contact the customers. It's the users. That the, yeah, it's the users and, and customers that will decide yeah. where they, where and how they want to contact the company. It's 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 just the companies. They have to be there. Yeah. So for you, I guess that means supporting a range of platforms and and integrations that the businesses need in order yeah. to to be in the place that their customers yeah. are. At this moment, we have about fifty, a, a, little, a little over fifty integrations with different 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 kinds of software, mm. including social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter. Mm. And then uh, they're still showing up new new ways to communicate with with businesses. Mm. You know, Slack is has totally destroyed the way the way uh, companies were communicating internally mm. now they are also affecting affecting uh, how they are communicating uh, on the outside because you can use you can also use slack to 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 talk with talk with customers who are on your website or or uh, using using the uh, instant messengers mm. um, so there's there's whatsapp mm-hmm. That you can also use use for 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 customer service. Mm. Uh, some companies are, are you know showing up on on Snapchat. So it's it's like, yeah. How how do you do you have any idea of what we might be looking at in five years time in in this space? To me, it's just five time is, is completely is, wide open. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's too too too. It's it's a too distant future. It's it's too far yeah. away that that you could you, you can only guess. Yeah, in technology, that's ages. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so I'd love to talk a bit about metrics. And uh, one interesting thing for me is, is always to, to get an insight into kind of what uh, metrics are, are key for you as a business when, when measuring kind of um, customer retention and, and kind of the, the churn rate of, of customers. Um, what's really important for you? Do you, do you look at things like uh, customer lifetime value or do you just focus on uh, kind of customer success metrics? Um, like I told you before, that that we are a public company and uh, yeah. that we present the results on a yeah. monthly basis. We we talk every every month. We talk about uh, company growth by yeah. uh, by one KPI, number of customers. Yeah. Uh, so we've been growing at a speed of four hundred new customers mm. rate uh, um, a month. And that's that's including customers who left. Yeah. So uh, this is our KPI for the company that 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 we we use in a communication, but also internally, mm. we we try not to focus on money, okay. like like customer lifetime lifetime value. That's important. We obviously look at it, but it's not this all those all those metrics that involve money are not defining our business. Sure. 
it's all about customer happiness and it's all about uh, making making a product that customers will use mm. this will affect a larger number of customers on growing growing customer base mm -hmm. and eventually this will translate into money which is which is important for for our investors for 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 the uh, for the stock exchange mm. market but but this this is an effect it's not a goal for us yeah okay i always find it interesting that um obviously public companies reporting their their metrics uh on a on a monthly or quarterly basis um for a subscription business they you know they're still reporting the same metrics and that's almost never actually kind of subscription based metrics right so you know if i if i go and look at the reports for salesforce or zendesk or whoever um you it's the same metrics that you would see for a non-subscription business and personally i find that interesting because i think subscriptions are so much more measurable and they're measured in quite a different way um i don't know what my my question is it's just something i something i guess i find interesting just just a comment maybe about that when we started when we went public on on the polish stock exchange mm. we were the first we i think we still are the, the first SaaS company on on the warsaw stock exchange mm. we have plans to go public in the us but that's that's another story <laughs> but uh over that two-year period our investors learned a lot on the metrics mm -hmm. During the first meetings before before going public, uh, all the questions they had, they've been asking was, okay, how big is the company in terms of uh, you know turnover? And yeah. uh, it, they they were all the traditional questions uh, mm -hmm. that they were asking. And now over time, their questions are like, what is the churn? Okay. What's the lifetime okay. value of the customer? That's interesting. So I mean, the the mm, they've learned about about the company they they've learned about the business about the the entire ecosystem of, of SaaS SaaS businesses mm. and now they treat our company different mm. because so i and it's an it's a natural process they, they had to learn about it yeah but they got to the point that they're asking the right questions mm. the questions that the spe SaaS specialized investors would, would have asked mm. a couple of year couple of years ago mm. so you think it's just a matter of time before uh, investors, especially in Europe, I guess, which is probably a little behind. Um, the, the I think it's a, it, it's a matter of time before, and it's a matter of of, uh, of number of companies, of SaaS companies going public, mm. or at least uh, the investors getting used to the fact that they're dealing with different, different kind of uh, economy here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, Cool. I just asked a couple more questions. I know uh, we're a little bit short on time, but I, I would love to understand how you guys, as a public uh, company, effectively m manage to maintain a culture that is kind of attractive for for talent, and and even through your kind of rapid growth, how what's your strategy for? Like to me, it, we're sitting in a room with you know a blackboard for for walls and and really like for me, it's an inspiring environment. How do you kind of maintain that through the the crazy growth and kind of public nature of the business? Uh, going public didn't really change the way we work. Mm. Only you know it it added some uh, activities, sort of like like reporting. 
publicly reporting our our growth. Yeah. And apart from that, and meeting with with our investors once a quarter or once twice twice a year maybe, uh, it hasn't really changed the the environment inside the, and the culture inside a company. Mm. Um, I think it's important that that. It's always been about the people here, mm. and we we we've always been focusing on, on 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 growth. So this this goal of growth, of growing the the customer base, of of being being and staying innovative, in in chat space, uh, this really helps us to 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 stay the way we are to keep this to to keep this culture mm. of, of of a startup. Despite the fact we are no longer a, start, a startup, or we don't we don't treat ourselves as a, we don't think of of ourselves as a startup anymore. Mm. Mm. You you mentioned that you're in the process of you know looking for a new space, a new office, and you specifically don't want to move into a kind of corporate feeling uh, space. You want to kind of maintain the the kind of style and, and uh, aesthetic that you have today. We've been there before. Like before, before uh, we we started selling in in SaaS business model, we've we've been uh, we've 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 spent it was almost almost two years in a mm-hmm. in a corporate office space, and it sort of killed our creativity. It was it was very very hard to work there. It it was uh, well, it was a time that that we 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 had a sales team, and then we tried to 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 you know. Chase those those mm. large large enterprises and, and big banks and, and financial institutions and, and, and larger customers here mm. locally in Poland, and it was it was something something different. It was it was always about you know making money mm. at that time, mm-hmm. and we know it simply didn't work. So once we once we figured out that it's about creating the product that people love to use, we focus on that. And and this sort of we we try to leave leave of that and and mm. try to try to try to feed sort of feed ourselves on on this this excitement that mm. comes from you know comes from the fact that whenever whenever you design something in a product you publish that you really release that to the to the to the audience to mm. to fourteen thousand of customers to to sixty sixty thousand of, of of chat agents they will see the the changes immediately mm. and that's. That's something that 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 you can use as a motivator. It is it is very rewarding when you have those customers uh, using the, the the things that you you have just released and coming back to you and saying, "Hey, this change is awesome. We yeah. love it. This is exactly what we needed." Yeah. Do, do you think you have an advantage being located here in in Roslav outside of, I guess, what would be considered the the major hubs of Europe and it's particularly outside of the U.S. Does that Make things easier for you uh, to to attract talent. Do you think? Brussels uh, as a city has two hundred thousand students. It has four major universities, and two of them are producing about uh, twenty or thirty thousand of IT students each year. Okay. So that's that's pretty 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 good. Maybe maybe I will exaggerate it a bit, but but still. These schools are good, and they're they're bringing a lot of talent to the market. Uh, Wrocław as a city is uh, one of the largest IT places in, in Poland. Mm. I would say top three. It's definitely in, in, in top three, if if not in uh, in top two. Mm. And then 
it has been easy for us, rel- relatively easy for us to to grow over time. That, but but this is changing mm-hmm. because larger corporations are now seeing seeing the potential in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, some some big brands here like IBM and uh, Nokia and then Siemens. Um, mm. There's also some financial centers here, like uh, Credit Suisse, I think, and Hewlett Packard. Mm-hmm. So they they do sort of suck out talent out of out of market, mm. and it's getting harder and harder over time to 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 get to land those 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 people, those uh, specialists in the company. Yeah. So yeah. at this moment, recently we have we have. Uh, We've managed to 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 hire a couple of people from from other cities. Yeah, we had people coming from the UK, although they're they're Polish citizens. Uh, we've 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 managed to hire a guy who's been talking with what's WhatsApp about relocating to to San Francisco, but mm. he still picked us over over them. So it's it's hard, but we are trying to stay competitive. Mm. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, I guess we should probably wrap up, but. Uh Maybe if I can just ask one more question. Uh, what, what's the thing that you're most proud of, of of your time here at Live Chat when you look at the, the business and the, the team and the, and the product? Um, my personal, I think, my personal uh, achievement maybe, I, I think, I think I, appreci- I really appreciate the fact that we are in, in this exact spot at this moment. Mm. Uh, that we've grown from from zero basically from zero customers to to 14 now almost 15,000 customers without spending any any significant budget mm. on customer acquisition i'm proud that uh, we are still doing that we are still uh, focusing on, on growth and that will be that we will be i'm sure we will be still growing uh, at this moment we are in top 3 when it comes to customer base uh, on the live chat market, mm. we're very close with Live Person. I think uh, there's one more other company and that that has more more customers, but they've been they've been acquired by by Zendesk. Mm-hmm. It's, it's open, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they will they will probably disappear from the market at some point. Mm. Um, we're still aiming to to get to the to the number one spot. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 always. Uh, about you know, choosing choosing uh, and selecting some some goals for yourself. Once yeah. once back back in the days, it was it was you know reaching reaching the one thousand customers mark. Yeah. After that, it was you know five thousand, ten thousand. Then it was going public in Poland. Now yeah. it's it's uh, it's about thirty thousand customers. That is our goal. Okay. Because it's it will mean that we are ready to go to go public in in the US. Sure. Uh, I don't. I don't think any any Polish company has has gone public on the on the U.S. market ever before. So yeah. we wanna we wanna be the first one. Yeah, that's a pretty lofty but but nice goal to have. Yeah. And I guess the next few years for you guys are gonna be pretty fascinating with the state of of tech and particularly this this space at the moment. Yeah, it's I been mean, an exciting the, time. The challenges are still show, the new challenges are keep are you know showing up, but it's yeah. it's always been like that. It's just trying to 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 prove that that you are competitive yeah we we definitely want to prove that that we are still counting in a, in, a, in a business and that we are 
you know, number one provider on the market. So, so there's, there's still something that we need to prove. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. So thanks so much, uh, Juman. It's been really interesting to, to chat. Is there anything that, um, you guys need to plug I, I guess you're hiring. Uh, yes, we are. People we want are, to find we, out more. Yes, exactly. I mean, visit our website, livechatinc.com and, uh, have a look at our product, have a look at the, the team page. Um, Look at our our job offers. Your team page is amazing, by the way. It was thank you. Thank <laughs> you, you guys put must have put so much effort into. Yeah, we into we that. had a we had a photo session. We had a photographer yeah. come 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 over and and uh, all the people's uh, all the all I mean all the people were trying to to show their um, hobbies and, yeah. and interests something something else apart from from what they're doing here yeah. in, in in the company. It's uh, quite honestly, it's probably the best team page I've seen, maybe, Thank maybe you. ever. Like it's Thank you very much. just to have everybody kind of bring their their hobby into the into the site. I think I think it's great. Yeah, it's it's been it's been fun to to even even create that page because yeah. there are some people who are no longer with the company, but we even had a horse brought to the to the to the, <laughs> to the photo studio. A real horse. Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. I'm doing an analysis of company pages right now, so it's it's something I'm looking at. So yeah, if you look at anything, go and look at the the company page of of Lightshot. It's really cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Thank you very much. It's, it's been really fun to to be here and chat. So thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Ed.